2: More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another planet who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, defender of law and order, champion of equal rights, valiant, courageous fighter against the forces of hate and prejudice. Today in the underground caverns believed to be the home of the moon creatures, Superman and Professor Twiddle are amazed to see hundreds of yellow eyes winking at them in the inky darkness. We'll join the Man of Steel in a moment, but right now, let's stand by for a word from Dan McCullough.
1: You know, gang, around our neighborhood, the kids are really turning on the steam these days. They're racing like anything to see who'll be the first to collect all 18 comic buttons. You know, the swell prizes all the gang's collecting from packages of Kellogg's pets Of course, I don't know yet who that fellow or girl will be, but I do know someone's going to be mighty proud to sport all those pet comic buttons on his jacket or dress or cap. There's a doggone smart-looking, real lifelike pictures of your favorite comic strip characters done up in full comic strip colors, too, on gleaming white enameled metal buttons that you'll have and wear for a long time. And think of the fun you'll have rounding out your collection and swapping duplicates with your pals. There'll be lots more fun, too, because I'm going to have some exciting news for you pretty soon. So don't miss out. Better remind Mom to get you some more of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Because that's the only way you can finish up your collection of these exciting comic buttons. You don't send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But there's an exclusive prize, a bright colored comic button, in every package of P-E-P Pep. The Sunshine Cereal, made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. No, the adventures of Superman.
0: <laughs>
1: when Poco, the little fat man
2: who speaks in rhyme, mysteriously disappeared from the radar rocket, Superman Jimmy Olsen, and Professor Timothy Twiddle descended a deep shaft that led to a dark, twisting tunnel far below the surface of the moon. Believing that Poco might have been spirited away by a race of small moon creatures, half man and half monkey, who apparently lived far underground, our friends set out to follow the course of the tunnel. Coming on what appeared to be a subterranean river, Jimmy hurried to slake his thirst, but losing his balance, fell into the black waters and disappeared. Superman searched desperately for his young friend, but although he was able to hear him calling, he was unable to see him. The lead particles in the hard-packed meteoric soil repelling his X-ray vision. Suddenly, Jimmy stopped calling. As we continue now on the bank of the river, Superman and Professor Twiddle see hundreds of yellow eyes gleaming in the darkness. Listen. Listen, my
0: dear. Say, say, our eyes, Superman, bright yellow eyes.
3: That's right, Professor. But...
0: But bless my beard No creature can have that many eyes There must be hundreds of
3: them That's what there are Hundreds of creatures
0: Are they Are they the moon
3: dwellers? No, no They're scaly little monsters Something like lizards And they're coming this way They
0: are? Oh, how interesting They are? Bless my ears What's that terrible noise? It sounds like crickets
3: Well, it's not crickets It's those lizards Whatever they are They're champing their jaws And riffling their scales Oh,
0: I don't like that I don't like it at all I don't like it either
3: Jim, stopped calling just before they appeared.
0: Good heavens. Ah, I just remembered the the reptilian order of Lassitilia, to which all lizards belong, are carnivorous, you know. Jim, where are you? They are? Yes, of course. Everybody knows that. And now they're going to eat us. Oh, dear me, what am I saying? What am I... Why am I standing here? Now, look, Professor. Why don't I run away? You don't have to. Oh, if only I could make my feet move, but I can't, you know. I really can't.
3: Take it easy, Professor. They can't eat you. Oh, yes,
0: they can. No, they can't. Why, the Varindai Commodiensis, the so-called dragon lizard, grows to ten feet in length
3: those are only a foot long, and I tell you, they can't eat you. See for yourself.
0: See? Well, how can I see? It's pitch dark. Why, bless must my beard. I can see. Where's that strange light coming from? So the
3: iridescent scales on the lizard.
0: Why, so it is. How amazing. Now you can see they have no teeth. No teeth? You say they have no teeth? No. Jim! Answer me! Jim! Why, they don't have teeth. And so they can't be lizards. Uh, so can. This is your left either. but on the other Look hand, out, the... Professor! Don't you mean...
3: Two of them almost got you with their tails. Did they now? Yes.
0: Uh, Thank you for saving me. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, where are they going? Into the river. They can't go. Yes, they can. I haven't had time to study them.
3: that's just too bad. You seem to have forgotten that Jim and Poco are missing. Now, come on.
0: Come on? Where? To look
3: for them, of course. I can't understand where Jim disappeared to. I heard his voice, but I couldn't see him. Well, I guess we'll just have to follow this tunnel. But
0: I can't leave here yet. Why not? The Lasotilia. I mean, if they are Lassitilia, lizards, you know, which I'm beginning to doubt. That's yes, Jim's voice. I presume they could be as species. Why not? you. Jim! Where are you? Or perhaps even the Stubborn. Quiet, motion. Professor. Can you hear me, Jim? I didn't say Jim. I said. Will you be Roman. quiet? Where are you? Bless my beard. I'm right here. You don't have to shout. Keep calling
3: until I locate your voice. Now, look, Professor Twiddle, if you don't keep quiet, I'm going to have to gag you. But
0: I... All right. Bless my beard, that sounds like the young man who came up to the moon with me. I've got an idea where
3: you are, Jim. All right, I'm going to blast through the tunnel and try to find you. Get out of my cave, Professor.
0: But for? I'm not close. Coming. All right, Jim
3: you under my cape, I said. Jim sounds like he's in trouble.
0: I'm in trouble, too. I can't find my notebook, and I must find it. Look here. You go on about your business. I wish I'm... I could,
3: but heaven knows what would happen to you if I left you alone for half a minute. All right, don't be frightened now. I'm going to crash through the tunnel. You'll be perfectly safe under my cape.
0: Please, here we go through. Away! Oh, yes, I did! No. Glad to see you. Glad to see you. Get me out of here. There, there are some kind of monsters all around. They won't hurt you. Oh, no? No. Well, oh, look at their yellow eyes and, and their horned tails. I know. But they, they give off a funny light. Why, oh, bless you, young man. You found more, This is the Lapidilia. Where are they, Lapidilia? Well, oh, look out, Professor. Don't go near them. Don't no worry, Jim. They're harmless. Harmless? Are you kidding?
3: They look pretty frightening, but you're safe as long as you don't get in the way of their tails. You
0: Well, that's what I did. What do you mean? Well, when I fell in the river before, the current swept me on top of a whole bunch of these, these things. They began piling out of the water into this cave with me on their backs.
3: That must be when I heard you call.
0: I called, all right. I was scared silly. I tried to run away, but there was no place to run. A couple of them hit me with their tails, and I banged into the wall of the cave and knocked myself out.
3: You must have frightened them as much as they frightened you. Yeah. They hurried out of the cave to where Twiddle and I were.
0: <laughs> Are you sure they're harmless?
3: Yes, indeed. They're sliding back into the river, see?
0: Stop them, somebody. Stop them. I must observe them. I must take notes. Sorry, Professor. We haven't
3: time for nature studies. Oh. We've got to find Poco.
0: Keepers. Oh, I was so excited I almost forgot about poor Poco. Poco? I know a chap named Poco. Let me see. I say, I can't see anymore. Who turned the lights out? Your
3: lizard friends did when they slid into the river.
0: Oh. Oh yeah, so they did. Imagine. They're iridescent. I've never heard of an iridescent order of lacitilia. Have you, young man? Huh? They're toothless, too. Uh, that means they can't be the order of lacitilia. But what are they, then? They resemble the Trachosaurus rugosus, the oh. stump-tailed skunk, you know. But on the oh, other oh, hand... Professor, will you please cut out the double talk before I go completely nuts, double uh, Superman, I... Superman. Well, where are you? I'm right here, Jim. Oh, gosh. I thought something else happened. I'm trying to find the hole I made when I broke in here. But
3: I can't. What? Well,
0: you can't? Oh, it's been closed up. Why?
3: I suppose more meteoric dust Sifted down and blocked the hole I can't see through the stuff Because of the lead in it So I can't see the tunnel We were following
0: Well, well, gosh Can we you see l- my notebook? I really must find my notebook Oh, you and your notebook Listen, to, But I must find it I must make careful notes On these strange creatures We've just seen It's my theory That there are a the prehistoric species wrong yeah, extinct on Earth Just as the great moon. Oh, mammals Well, stop with that stuff We've got to get back to the tunnel And look for Polko I, Look, up? I, I forgot We're blocked up in this cave Don't worry,
3: Jim I can always blast the way back up to the surface. Uh-oh.
0: What now? The wall of the cave seems to give a bit here. This
3: might be where I came through. Where? Oh, don't come any closer, Jim. I'm going to smash a hole through here.
0: Might be a small landslide. Oh, okay. There goes. Wildly
2: in the Stygian blackness of the cave, Jimmy Olsen and Professor Twiddle hear only the echo of their own voices answering them. We'll return in a moment for the exciting climax of today's episode, but first, here again is your announcer.
1: You know, gang, when you think of all the exciting fun you're having rounding out your collection of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep, and when you think that there'll be lots more exciting fun and some thrilling news pretty soon, well, isn't it swell that you get such a kick out of eating that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal? First off, you get so many chuckles out of those pictures of your funny paper favorites, like Moon Mullins with his big derby hat and his straggly hair, and Smoky Stover grinning and holding his fire hose, and young Herbie with his school books under his arm. And you get a thrill out of that Superman button, too, because he looks so powerfully handsome. Yes, you really feel like strutting around when you have all these pet comic buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap for everybody to see. So, how's about asking Mom to get you another package or two of Kellogg's Pep? Because that's the only way you can finish up your collection. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy them anywhere. But you'll find your comic button an exclusive prize for you every time you open a package of P.E.P. Pep, the sunshine cereal, made by Kellogg, the greatest name in cereals. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. (laughs) Superman! Breaking through a wall of the
2: cave under the surface of the moon, Superman shouted that he was falling and unable to stop himself. As we continue now, Jimmy Olsen and the bearded little Professor Twiddle, having shouted themselves hoarse, have cautiously worked their way through the pitch blackness of the cave, to the point from which the Man of Steel disappeared.
0: It was just about here where he... Oh, that's funny. Funny? I don't see anything funny about it, young man. I mean, this is where Superman was when he hollered that he was falling, but... But there's no hole here. There isn't? No, there's just the wall of the cave. Well, then where could he fall? I don't know. Solid wall here, too. And here. Oh, gosh. I know, Professor. You do? Well, speak up, young man. Speak up. He broke through the wall and and fell into something and... And and what? Oh, the meteoric dust or soil or whatever it is came down and closed up the hole again. Why? bless my dear, that's exactly what must have happened. What are we going to do about it? Do? Did you say do? Yeah, What? Superman's gone, and we're closed up in this cave. The only way out is the river, and that's got a terribly strong current. It is also people with the prehistoric Lassitilia. Yes, they are Lassitilia, I mean. Bless my beard. We are in a very precarious position, young man. We certainly are. We're cooked geese. That's what we are. Cooked geese.
2: Trembling, Jimmy Olsen and Professor Twiddle stand helplessly in the black cave below the surface of the moon and see no way of salvation. What will happen to them? And what has happened to Poco and to Superman? Have the strange forces of the moon proven too much for even the man of steel? Tomorrow's episode is tense and exciting, fellows and girls, so don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, and follow the adventures of Superman.
1: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Hey, gang, here's some razzle-dazzle news to flash to Mom. Kellogg's Variety is back. So now everybody at the breakfast table can have the Kellogg's cereal he likes best. Because Kellogg's Variety is that grand variety carton holding ten generous packages of six favorite Kellogg's cereals. Are they delicious? And does Kellogg's Variety make breakfast fun? Why, it's better than a grab bag because you get what you really want. Today, ask Mom to get Kellogg's Variety, the package that makes breakfast a picnic. And be sure to be with us tomorrow for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.